sitting in the mule-hitched wagon under the wide-spreading branches of a white oak at the corner of Soldier's Bridge Crossroads, we were thankful for the shade as we waited for the bus from Jackson to arrive. We were waiting for our eldest brother, Stacy. He was supposed to be coming home today. I glanced impatiently up the road. Wonder what's taking that bus so long? Neither Christopher John nor Little Man said a word, though I knew they were as tired of waiting as I was. Christopher John, alone on the wagon seat, didn't even bother to turn around and look at me. Little Man, in back with me, both of us perched on the sideboard of the wagon for a better view of the road, didn't look at me either. They both just kept gazing east up the road. Now this is just ridiculous, I grumbled. Having to wait this long, been here more than an hour. I could have been home. I got things to do. Christopher John now glanced back. Maybe so, but that doesn't make it right, I argued, knowing perfectly well that what he said was true. Still, what I said was true as well. The bus should have been here on time, and I did have plenty of things to do and should have been home doing them. After all, tomorrow, when Stacy headed back to Jackson, I would be going with him, for I now attended school in Jackson and had been doing so for the last two years, since the fall of 1939. Actually, I should have already been in Jackson, for school there had started some weeks back, but just before I was to go, I had come down with what Big Ma called the walk-in pneumonia, and I was only now feeling good enough to leave home. Once I got to Jackson, there would be a lot of schoolwork for me to make up if I was going to be graduated at the end of the school year, and that had me worried a bit. I couldn't afford to fail. Thinking on that, I snapped out another condemnation against the tardiness of the bus. Bus supposed to be here at a certain time, it ought to be here. Christopher John, a stalwart-looking boy of fifteen, was not much one for arguing, especially not arguing some useless point. He just looked at me, shrugged, turned, and faced the road again. I gazed at the road as well, hoping to see the rising dust and then the Jackson bus. But the bus didn't come. I sighed and looked around. We sat at the northeastern corner of the crossroads, just east of Soldier's Bridge, that crossed the creek called the Little Rosalie. As on two of the other corners of the crossroads, forest land of white oaks and long-leaf pines and bushes of heavily laden hazelnut grew densely upon it. Across the road on the fourth corner of the crossroads stood the Wallace store, central to most of the community and frequented by most folks around. On this Saturday morning, the store was doing slow business. There were only a pickup truck and a wagon parked in front of it. Several grayboard houses belonging to the Wallace clan stood behind the store, while in front was one lone gas pump. Standing under the shading of the porch, looking as if they were also waiting for the bus, were two ruddy-skinned men with traveling bags at their feet. They had been waiting as long as we had. I expect they're tired of waiting, too, I surmised. Little Man, also known as Clayton Chester, the name he more and more insisted upon being called these days, glanced over at the store. Then he stood in the wagon and stretched. Little Man was a handsome boy of fourteen, slight, a bantamweight, 
with reddish pecan-brown skin like Papa's and Indian-like hair combed straight back. He looked halfway cool despite the heat, but then again, he most times did look cool. He worked at it. Maybe we should have gone to Strawberry and picked Stacy and them up, he suggested. Would have taken us all morning in the wagon, Christopher John pointed out. Little man sat back down. Too bad Papa didn't get back with the truck. Could have driven it. I laughed. Strawberry was the nearest town, twenty-some miles away, and the bus would be stopping there before coming here. But I knew that convenience wasn't the only reason Little Man wanted to go to Strawberry. Oh, you just want to get up to town and see that little old girl live there you call yourself liking. Little Man grinned, not denying that was partly true. Little Man was becoming quite a ladies' man.